in Q4, October typically is kind of your best month. Um, and there's a couple of reasons for that. It's typically a bounce back month from the month of September because September is massive change. Back to school, uh, schedule changes, things like that, uh, where people maybe had appointments scheduled, but they forgot that they had this parent-teacher meeting or back to school night or, um, oh, stink, I scheduled it at three in summer. That was okay, but I got to go pick up my kids now. Uh, and so you see lighter schedules typically in September. Um, but October, things are getting back on track, right? Um, they're used to their schedule. They're kind of in a routine and things are okay. It's going to be lower availability. And then even keep in mind, you're going to have doctors or staff out. Um, maybe they take an extended vacation to go visit family on the other side of the, the country. Um, and so just doing that kind of planning, getting that taken care of in the month of October, um, it's super helpful just kind of planning for the upcoming, you know, November, December. Those are all amazing things. If you execute on all that, then you'll, you'll end up in a really good place. Um, I know also we, you and I have talked before about doing like pushes at the end of the year for like Invisalign or implants, things like that. What are your, what are some of your thoughts around that? Yeah. Good question. What are the, a really effective one to do is Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Marketing Go. I'm your host, Gary Bird. I'm the founder of SMC National, where we help you create, convert, and close more new patients so you can grow the way that you want. But you know what? It's Q4, and Q4 is rough in the dental industry, but it doesn't have to be that way. I have Jack, who's the director of marketing at SMC. He handles more marketing budget for dental than probably anybody else in the world. And he's going to break down how he sees Q4 and what you can do to get ahead. You're going to want to stay tuned. All right, Jack, I'm excited to have a conversation with you today. And really, uh, we're right now, we're having this conversation. It's early October. Um, we're in Q4. Things start to slow down. Doctor offices start to close a lot more. What can we do as a dental office to really make sure that Q4 is amazing? Yeah, great question. So I think the, the best way to look at this is let's break it down month by month. Um, Q4 is interesting in that uh, you got holidays every month, right? But specifically when it comes to November, December, those really slow things down when it comes to work um, and and just new patient flow. So let's break it down month by month and let's start with October. So in Q4, October typically is kind of your best month. Um, and there's a couple of reasons for that. It's typically a bounce back month from the month of September because September is massive change. Back to school, uh, schedule changes, things like that, uh, where people maybe had appointments scheduled, but they forgot that they had this parent-teacher meeting or back to school night or, um, oh, stink, I scheduled it at three in summer. That was okay, but I got to go pick up my kids now. Uh, and so you see lighter schedules typically in September. Um, but October, things are getting back on track, right? Um, they're used to their schedule. They're kind of in a routine and things are okay. So October typically is going to be your best month uh, when it comes to new patient flow, new patient traffic from September through October, uh, but specifically in Q4. Um, and then typically in a lot of markets, um, it has the best weather, right? Because it's just the beginning of fall, but yeah. the deeper you get into winter, the deeper uh, for the parts of the country that are affected, weather becomes an issue. So it's got the best weather. It's that bounce back from September. Um, and then the holiday is really just no one gets off of work for it. It's just Halloween at the end of the month, right? Which a lot of times you can use that to your advantage. 
you, do, you could do candy buyback programs um, that we've seen a lot of practices do like, hey, bring in candy, we'll give you this much credit towards treatment and things like that. Um, kind of play on that because um, there's going to be a lot of sweets going around parents and, and, and are conscious of that. Right. So it's like, hey, let's get your, your teeth checked up so that, you know, from from the holidays or Halloween, you know, it doesn't get out of control. So that's that's what's to, what's good to know about October. And so we can almost treat this as one of those months where kind of similar how we're going into September. We know August is typically better. You can use more marketing budget there to kind of increase and capture more of this patient traffic. Um, when you know that going into November, December with the holidays, travel, weather, Hey, I got something crazy to share with you, and I'm going to get you right back to the show, I promise. So we have an event called AlignerCon coming up next year, and this month we're giving away a buy one, get one free. We're going to be partnering with Clear Correct, and this is going to be one of the biggest events that we've ever done in Nashville, Tennessee, in the biggest hotel in America. So if you want to come to this, again, we're going to give you a buy one, get one free. We want to meet you in person. Just go to AlignerCon.com, and we're going to teach you how to create, convert, close, and even some clinical components around clear aligners. So don't miss this event. Go check it out now. Back to the show. It's going to be lower availability. And then even keep in mind, you're going to have doctors or staff out. Um, Maybe they take an extended vacation to go visit family on the other side of the the country. Um, And so just doing that kind of planning, getting that taken care of in the month of October um, is super helpful. Just kind of planning for the upcoming, you know, November, December. Um, and then in moving into November, December, uh, November is, is you kind of got to treat it. And, and similarly in December, you kind of got to treat it like a three week month, a lot of practices, smaller practices closed down. Um, and so, and so if you're that practice, you got to treat your, 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 your month as a three week month. So that means utilizing your marketing budget and only that three week period. Right. And so trying to get all of your numbers and all of your <clears throat> hit all of your goals and all of your leads and everything in that three week period. Hey, sorry to interrupt the show, but I got something that's going to provide a ton of value to you. So we've been doing a series called Ask Gary, where people send in their questions and we answer them live on the show. So we wanted to answer the question today of Val, but before we do that, if you have any questions, email them in at askgary at smcnational.com, or you can DM us on social media or leave a comment below. So this question came in from Val, and she wanted to know, how do different markets impact marketing costs? So I recently just had a customer who was actually stuck behind a mountain, and it really was impacting their cost per lead. Um, I've also seen people who have offices near borders or rivers. Uh, you see this a lot in the Northwest up by New York and New Jersey. And it's really, really important that you understand those markets before you get involved with them in, on the marketing side because traffic flow will impact that and it is not straightforward. So you can be hit by borders, rivers, bridges, mountains. All of these things do impact your marketing. And a lot of times the answers are not entirely clear until you start marketing. So you always want to look at a map first, then you want to start testing, then you want to scale from there. But also you got to do be realistic in knowing that, hey, if I'm open less days this month, I'm going to see less new patients and get yeah. less leads. And so properly evaluating and working with your marketing company and your vendors and your, and your office manager and your staff to make sure that your your goals are realistic so that when you get to the end of the month, it's like, hey, we had the same goal in November as we did in, in October or in August, which are typically better months. 
and we missed, right? It was like, well, what did, why did we miss? You go to discovery. Oh yeah, we were closed for three, four days, right? We had a doctor out. So making sure that you're aware of that. But typically some of the things you can do is, 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 is really just treat it like a, like a three week month and try to get everything in those three weeks and then really shut things down. Um, and then on the flip side, if you're a practice that maybe, um, you're part of a group, you're more established, you have more doctors, you have more availability, you can really ramp up and capitalize in that kind of last week, depending on your schedule, if you're open, knowing that a lot of practices are going to be closed. Yeah. Um, and really, you should be looking here for emergencies. Um, and kind of that last week and around the holidays, there are emergencies, right? That's why they're called emergencies. They can happen at any time. And so if all the practices in your market are closed, that would be a good time if you have availability to keep your marketing going and focus on the emergency side same day appointments, because you know, a lot of practices are going to be closed and even patients that have an established practice. Um, and, but it, it's an emergency. They'll come to you in that meantime, and you have the opportunity to kind of win over a patient there. Um, and so we can see the same thing in December as well. If you have that availability leading up to Christmas or kind of in that dead zone between Christmas and new year's, we see a lot of practices entirely shut down right after Christmas up until the new year. And so if you're able to do that same thing, market for emergencies in that time period, they can kind of help make up for the deficiencies just from being a shorter month, a lower traffic month, um, and a lower new patient volume month there. So, so those are some of the things to look at. And then on top of that, though, as you starting in October, right away, you should start pushing out some sort of end of year benefits, use it or lose it campaign. And obviously, I know all the, the listeners and the practices are aware of this, but basically, these benefits kind of run out and expire and renew for the next year. And so it's just kind of reminding patients to use their insurance benefits if they have it before they expire at the end of the year. Um, and so there's very simple ways to do this. This is kind of one of the most cost-effective and easiest ways to increase patient traffic in these lower months is not going after new patients. It's just kind of re-engaging your inactive or established patient base, kind of going to them, maybe creating a special offer if they come in for these existing patients. And then you already have their contact information. So you can market directly to them they already trust you. They already know you. Um, and so you can send them an email blast, send them a text blast, reminding them, you know, a well thought out uh, email and text, just reminding them of their benefits are about to expire, uh, maybe throwing in even some incentive. And you can help fill up a lot of that dead space uh, in November and December with those campaigns um, for very, very inexpensive, uh, uh, very, very inexpensively. So those are some of the things that to be aware of and just to look out for as we get into Q. Q4 um, and just kind of planning for our new patient flow and just kind of our marketing. I know one of the things, those are all amazing things. If you execute on all that, then you'll, you'll end up in a really good place. Um, I know also we, you and I have talked before about doing like pushes at the end of the year for like Invisalign or implants, things like that. What are your, what are some of your thoughts around that? Yeah, good question. What are the, a really effective one to do is Invisalign. Um, and because that's a lot of times it's cosmetic, right? So it's not necessary, necessarily something that, you know, patients are looking for that they need in order to continue eating, right? It's not as functional. And so a lot of times doing heavy, um, kind of elective things like that in the Invisalign space, um, you can get parents to, to, to buy it as gifts for their teens or their young adults. Um, and so it's, it's, that's a very effective thing to do. Um, it's not your typical, you know, patient looking online for a practice, uh, because you do get these times where if it's not a serious emergency, patients will wait till after the holidays because they're about to go travel, but they're about to go see friends and family. They're about to eat you know, good holiday food and they don't yeah. have to worry about their mouth being all sore, not being able to eat or only being able to have liquids. 
Uh, but when it comes to elective treatments like that, you can get those sales. Maybe the treatment starts later because of the same reasons, but you can get them in, uh, especially around Christmas, the holiday time. Uh, Invisalign does a lot of marketing for you during that time as well. So it's just capitalizing on that um, and making sure you have you know effective pricing because that's the big thing when it comes to Invisalign marketing, effective and competitive pricing or low monthly payments. And if you market for that kind of in the end of those November, kind of those Black Friday deals or into December as like a holiday gift for someone you love um, or a friend or family member, that's very effective as well. That's awesome, man. This has been really, really good. Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me.